Men, 10 signs you are a sexual master. I posted this list on Instagram last week and it was one of my most popular posts ever. The amount of women sighing, getting wet, and asking me to create a dating service and to list the graduates of the Sexual Mastery for Men salon was off the charts. Here is a sampling of some of the several hundred comments. This is so dreamy. I'll never settle for anything less. Fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji. I'm aroused now. Oh my God, this is perfect. Where can I get one of these men? Water emoji, water emoji. I think I may have had a mental orgasm reading and thinking about this. There needs to be a dating site where men can show their graduation certificate from this course. And I had about seven uh, amens after that. So take it from some very wet and excited vaginas that these are qualities women are aroused by in a man when it comes to his prowess. Number one, you have sexual skills, you study, you improve, and you know there is always more to learn. I have many women come to me and they want to invite their partners to go deeper, but rather than being excited to learn and study and expand their sexual repertoires, these men feel insulted or criticized that they're somehow lacking, or he's just not into the idea of growing and expanding, period. And this also applies to his sex life. I often say there are two types of people in the world, those who are interested in growing and evolving and those who are not grow or die. The second category really means that someone, if they're not committed to growth, they are committed to stagnation. And if you are both committed to stagnation, then so be it. But if one person wants to grow and the other does not, it's a turnoff. Having a partner who is always looking at how to evolve and optimize themselves and their lives, and in this case, their cocks, is extremely attractive and yes, even arousing. Most people don't know what they don't know about sex, and that's where I come in to tell you that multi-orgasmic, life-changing ejaculate that hits the ceiling and three-hour sex dates are normal and can be normal for everyone if you put in some time and energy. Number two, you can control your ejaculation. This means that no matter how intensely she's moaning and writhing and she's on all fours and that ass is all up in the air and she's so gorgeous and just pushing you to the edge, you can still hold off. Women's orgasmic potential is infinite. Truly, it is so underrated and there is so much ignorance and misinformation surrounding it like, oh, women can only have clitoral orgasm and the like. No, not true at all. Because of this ignorance though, and the culturally reinforced myth that women don't actually like sex and need to be continually coerced or even tricked into having it, there's been this total mythology built up that short sexual encounters are somehow okay for women. What I think you'll find is that if you are a perpetual five-minute fucker, indeed, if you can only last ever 15 minutes, that your woman has sex with you less and less 
endless. She'll have laundry to do and root canals to schedule, all because she is tired of becoming a receptacle for you to pump, dump, and schlump into rather than a multi-orgasmic, well-fucked goddess. For women to reach the deeper, life-changing orgasms, they have to do their own work. Yes, emotionally and energetically to get there. The work that you have to do as men is to help them get there by providing a space for them to open up and release into and holding them in that powerful space and for you to have the stamina to take them there. The Taoists have an expression. Sexually speaking, men are like fire. They are quick to ignite and quick to extinguish. Women are like water. They are slow to boil, but they keep on boiling. The work for women is to cultivate an ongoing simmer so that they are more receptive sexually and they even exist in a perpetual state of arousal. And the work for men is to have unflinching stamina. You can go the distance and no matter what the wild state of abandon that she's in, you will not pull the rug out from under her because that's how it feels when she's opening and she's nearly there and she's cracked these vulnerable, wild places in herself. And then you just you stop, right? You've come and it's game over. She's going to start to lose trust in you and feel like it's not really safe for you to be able to to go there with her, right? So if you want this in her, you want this wild, unbridled, abandoned, you have to be able to take it. And having solid stamina is one of the main ways that you do that. If she grips your cock in just the right way, or she moans deeply, or the angle of her ass all thrust up like that is just so delicious, you can still keep going and not bust a nut. If you do, you'll be reinforcing to her that as she gets to these crucial places of surrender and orgasms that you just can't meet her there. And she will start trusting you less and less and withdraw from having sex with you more and more. Stamina building is probably the number one essential sexual skill for men to have. Number three, you feel energized after sex. You don't just pass out and fall asleep. A sexual master knows how to cultivate his sexual energy. After having sex, he can run a marathon, go to the gym, and do some of his best creative work. Yep, the opposite picture of what most of us see, which is a man passing out after he comes. A true maestro has learned how to recirculate his sexual energy in his body rather than just dumping it out at the point of orgasm. This means that after ejaculation, that is, if he chooses to ejaculate, that he feels revitalized instead of exhausted. And yes, ejaculation is a choice. You can learn how to separate orgasm from ejaculation. In this way, you retain all of your vital energy and you still have all the pleasure of an even more powerful and ecstatic orgasm. I have an amazing podcast on this called Orgasms Without Ejaculation that I recorded last year, and it features one of our Anami Well-Fucked All-Stars who talks about his having mastered this skill. The end result is that if you have ultimate control, you have ultimate energy after sex. Number four, you know that the good stuff is in the vagina. 
As a sexual master, you know that no matter how much your woman thinks she loves her clitoris, you are going to take her to the promised land of vaginal orgasms where the well-fucked woman lives. If a woman has only ever had clitoral orgasms, she's going to be underfucked and she may not even like sex very much. She might be kind of like, ah, I can take it or leave it. Because if I had only ever had clitoral orgasms, there's no way I would be doing what I do today. It was because I discovered cervical orgasms early on in my sexual experiences that this really opened the doors to me for what is possible in sex, which is seeing God, having life-changing pleasure, transformation, alchemy, and self-actualization all in the throes of ecstasy. So yes, all this and more via the vagina. The clitoris is a fun warm-up. It's a great appetizer, but all of the good, deep, life-changing stuff is in the vagina. I promise. A woman subsisting on a steady diet of clitoral orgasms is accessing only 10% of her true sexual potential. The clitoris literally is the tip of the iceberg. As a man, your job is to awaken the 90% that is available and within her vagina so that she also wakes up to its and her true power. Because when she is in her true sexual power, you are in yours. You know that saying, behind every good man is a woman. Well, actually, behind every good woman is a man on his knees, ferociously thrusting and giving her everything he's got. When your woman is well fucked, that energy lubricates and supports your life like a superpower you had no idea you could even have all sourced from her vagina. Also remember the Anami guarantee all women can, all women can have these powerful vaginal orgasms. If some underfucked and sexually inexperienced so-called sex expert or an OBGYN tries to tell you otherwise, politely suggest that they might consider becoming an expert in their own sexuality first and then reporting back to you. Underfucked people be dumb, but you won't be one of them because you will be transporting your woman to the holy land of the holy fuck via her vagina. Number five, take a tantric style approach to foreplay. Foreplay can go on and on and it is in itself a destination. As a sexual master, you know that the buildup and exchange of sexual energy is the goal, not just busting a nut. Rather than a race to the finish line, a tantric approach means that you expand everything. I remember seeing this quote years ago, the reason why so many women fake orgasms is because so many men fake foreplay. Ha ha ha. So instead of just a cursory nipple tweak or a pit stop to try and make her pussy wet and then jump into intercourse, you savor every experience and you aim to make it orgasmic and life-changing on its own, meaning you spend 10 or 15 minutes just on her breasts or half an hour in 69 or give her a very long and luxurious yoni massage. 
All of these sex acts that some people might see as brief foreplay have the potential to open her profoundly and bring her to several orgasms even before you get to intercourse. And that is how it ought to be. When I talk about three-hour sex dates, This might initially seem daunting for people, but as you learn how to expand all parts of your sexual experience, you realize that this time can go by like nothing. Three hours can go by like the blink of an eye. Also, this helps your potentially slow to boil but keeps on boiling woman to build her own stamina and get used to longer and deeper experiences. Number six, penetrate her outside of the bedroom. Become savvy at the sex between the sex. You can arouse her with the right comment, a squeeze of her ass, a nuzzle into her neck, and keep her simmering. Text her and let her know that you are thinking about her during the day when you're apart. I once worked with a couple, and it meant everything to the woman just to get a little bit of communication from him during the day. And this actually became a really big bone of contention. She just wanted to feel that he was thinking about her, right? And so even a little heart emoji or two would have done the trick. So he eventually came around and these things all help with her coming. Speaking of which, number seven, she comes first. Live by this code. She comes first, first and foremost. For most men, as in 99% of them, once you guys have come, it's game over. Unless you have been cultivating your supercock and you can orgasm without ejaculation, once you've achieved climax, it's done. Your erection drops and so does your interest. Thanks, prolactin. So while you master your stem, and your orgasm without ejaculation game ensure that she comes first, which brings us to point number eight. She comes often and many. She comes in threes is a very good rule of thumb or cock. Once is not enough, especially if they are only having paltry clitoral orgasms, this will not be enough to fill them up. So give them a few. Women are truly insatiable, inexhaustible creatures. Once you open up their sexual potential, you better have built up your stamina because they are going to eat you alive. It's only cultural conditioning that suppresses and reinforces the idea of female sexuality telling us that women are less sexual than men or that they suffer through duty sex to please their partners. This is such a crock of shit. I mean, okay, a lot of women have absorbed this conditioning, but it is not their true nature. Voraciousness is. And if you walk away from a sexual encounter with a woman and you've come too fast or you've only given her a clitoral orgasm and you pat yourself on the back, she's going to resent you. And she may not understand why or how, and neither will you, but her vagina will remember her Pandora's box needs a thorough workout on the regular. Sure, you can give her a clitoral orgasm to warm her up and to warm you up, but then put your big boy cock on and head into her vagina. Give her a G-spot orgasm or three and ideally a cervical orgasm. 
These are what create a well-fucked woman and a happy vagina. That whiny, naggy woman you once knew, I guarantee that there is a correlation between how well she is being fucked and the amount of nagging you get in your relationship and around your home. Try it and see. Number nine, emotionally penetrate her. So not just physically penetrate her, but also emotionally. This means not letting her hide, stalking the demons in your relationship and facing them. When you know there is an important conversation to be had, initiate it. Don't just rely on her or let the emotional labor of the relationship fall onto the woman. Do your part and meet her there. She will massively appreciate it. She'll feel seen and acknowledged and like you know her heart as well as you know her vagina which ought to be exceptionally well like the back of your hand or the head of your cock one of the most potent turn-ons is feeling like your lover sees into the depths of you and knows who you really are show her you know Number 10, dominate her. Don't be afraid to flex a little muscle to show her your masculine strength, your confidence, and your wildness. She needs all of this and all of you inside of her. What gets women most excited and aroused is a man who knows where he's going. He takes charge of a situation and her vagina with the strong hand of confidence, and he leads. This is the essence of masculine energy, and we love to see, feel, and be penetrated by it. Most women in a consensual setting and relationship love being manhandled. A woman loves to feel the strength in her man as he lovingly throws her around and pins her up against the wall and picks her up and carries her over his shoulder and into the bedroom. It's the yang to our yin and it gets us wet. I know that in these troubled times, masculine power has gotten a bad rap. But now, more than ever, we need you guys. We need you to show up in your power and as the protectors of our realm. In a time when people's rights and freedoms are being ever trampled upon under the guise of a manufactured crisis, we need you. We need your voices and your strength and your ability to stand